prove men. Now, I don't know how that subject sounds, but when we finish, I hope and I'm trusting in God that our lifestyle, our home, and the wife and husband along with the children and go from there to the house of God because that's where I'm headed. I wouldn't dare to teach nothing natural just for a home to survive without trying to bring it around on the spiritual side. And God wants us to know what his will is concerning us from every direction. Amen. I was thinking on today. And I said I was going to oppose the question to you. Is there. Or can there ever be. Now this is two questions in one. Is there. Or can there be a perfect marriage? Is there already or can there be a perfect marriage? That's the question to you. Now, if you ask me a question, you would look for me to respond. I'm asking any of you that think you know or that can look into what I'm saying. Amen. I, 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 don't, I don't have the answer right now. But I got something that I feel that will work and help you to think. And I just might have the answer. But there is another question after this one. Now do I have to ask it over again? Is there... Or can there be a perfect marriage? I think I'm going to have to get Sister. I'm going to have to get Sister Cassandra up here to interpret what I'm saying. I'm doing something another way you can understand. Uh, maybe you don't understand. Are you afraid to talk? I know I did not. I said, honey, uh, uh, happy marriage is way different from a perfect marriage. We all have had a happy marriage with one time or another. Well, I won't say all of us, most of us, because they say when one was on the honeymoon, they was, he whipped his wife. Now all these people, all these people, and you let the single people look at you. Now it's one way or the other. You know whether there is or whether there will ever be. Yes, ma'am. Over here. Yes. Uh, I think. First, you might need to define uh, what is perfect, what you would consider a perfect marriage. 
in that, you know, the marriage relationship is by far the most difficult of all of them. Um, so maybe it would be a good idea if you would say, well, a perfect marriage is just thus and so. Then we can answer according to your definition. Well, I don't think it would be according to my definition. I mean, according to your definition. The word perfect, you know what that means, I hope. You don't know? And God expecting for us, or ain't we got to be perfect before we make it to heaven? Well, now, are you going to tell him to come down here and tell us what he means? He said, be therefore perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. He's coming after church without a spot or blemish, without a wrinkle or any such thing. That church has to be perfect. And God looked at perfect and perfection on the same level. So now I now I hope that's Let close enough. Bishop. Yes. Then when you put it like that, uh, in that God ordained, ordained marriages. And uh, and he expects that we be perfect. I think y'all need to write these down. You know, because sometimes folks can start to fumbling with them, you know, and then sometimes I'll forget what I ask myself. And you tell me about it. I think your question was is there or can there be a perfect marriage? Is there or can there be? Wasn't that your question? That's it. Then, uh, um, in that God expects us to be perfect, I, I don't think He would require anything that was impossible. So, in that, in, and in that He ordained marriage, then if He expects my life to be perfect, I think He expects my marriage to be perfect. No, I didn't say what He expects. I say, is there or can there be? Not what God expects. Can there be? Yes, there can. Is there? Yes, ma'am. Can there be or is there? Either one, either way you want to answer. Can be. Is there? I'm not going to say you're wrong, but I'm asking now. Uh, is there a perfect marriage anywhere that you know? I'm headed to the borderline. Understand? Now, listen. Shouldn't I'm going to spiritualize this thing, but not now. But I want you to think about. How miserable we are that are married and is not able to answer such questions. Miserable. 
Yes. Ah. Uh. Should our marriage be perfect? Huh? Isn't it God's will for our marriage to be perfect? Huh? Are we working on it trying to make our marriage perfect? Are we trying to make it perfect? No, we're not. No, we're not. Now, there's no use of us fooling ourselves. We are not really trying to make our marriage be perfect. You, we are retaliating. Come on. Ma'am. Here we go. Here we go. Listen. If we can't admit to truth and don't know truth, then we're going to always have trouble out of our sins. Listen to this now. The Bible said the only thing that makes a perfect, or that will make a perfect marriage, a married woman cares for the things of the world and how she may please her husband. The married man cares for the things of the world and how he may please his wife. We are too selfish. If you don't please me, I'm not going to try to please you. Now you just wish to get it. We retaliate. And we only, we don't even try to please God. In a lot of things. Now am I right? Am I right? Now if we would give in to one another trying to please your wife, your spouse, 100%. Trying to please your husband, 100%. Now remember, if we do that, then that wouldn't be nothing going wrong. Even though things may be against you, or it may be against him, but I'm trying to please my husband, I'm trying to please my wife, and I'm going at it with all of my heart, and just because your husband don't please you, then you will try to displease him, or vice versa. Now remember... I haven't brought the spiritual part in this thing yet. But you know, it's not a one of us in here is trying to please our wife or our husband with everything we got. Now you just mentioned me, but you ought to be doing it. The Bible said, the married woman cares for the things of the world and how she may please. That means that he's concerned about the thing. And this leaving the spiritual part out. But we are fooling ourselves. It can be a perfect marriage if you would do this. Now, if you say you are doing this, then you're putting your husband or your wife over God. Because you ain't trying to even please him in all things. Now, am I right? Or you just rest on your mouth and talk because I'm going to talk anyway. Amen. Now, if you wanted this to be then you will try and you will still say here's one but there's not one that can stand stand up and say I'm pleasing my husband 
I'm trying to please him with all of my heart. I'm trying to please my wife with all of my heart. There's not a one of you in here can stand up and witness to that and say you're doing it. But you need to be on your way of doing it. There's not a one of you in here that even can say, I'm trying to please God with all of my heart. Not a one. Now you just wasted a minute. I jumped to this spiritual part too uh, sooner than I really wanted to, but you know this is right. The Bible said if you judge yourself, then you won't have to be judged by nobody else. Is that right? If you weigh 250 pounds or 300, you don't need nobody to tell you you're getting fat. Are you fat? You know you're fat. Now I'm getting to the last. I'm talking about what will make a perfect marriage. God wants our marriage to be perfect. That's the reason he said, those whom I've joined together. Some of us got married weren't even ready for marriage. Huh? Now ain't no use you trying to. I know some gets along with their wife and with their husband a little bit better than others. But your marriage is not where it's supposed to be with God. Now we're going to prove it to you, to you after a while. But I'm talking about home improvement. And what God expects and what God requires. Amen? Alright. A perfect marriage. Every one of us are saying ought to be headed in the direction. Every one of us ought to want our marriage to be perfect. Huh? Oh, I didn't know I was going to hit something like this here where it, it will keep you spending. But we ought to be headed in that direction. You should want your marriage to be perfect. Then is how you start out. Somebody should start out. Wouldn't it be good to have a perfect marriage? Wouldn't it be good to have a perfect church? But we don't have a perfect church. Not what God called perfect. We are doing our own things. We are working, most of us. When I say working, I don't mean manual work, but I mean we are working, most of us. A. Now, Sister McNeil, you're leaving. I don't know which way you're going. Well, you should miss something while I'm talking. Oh, yeah. I wish he was up here. All right. But anyway, we ought to make a start somewhere. Huh? We ought to be sorry that we ain't able to stand with such challenge before you. Now God 
described in natural marriage with the church. That if we can understand what a natural marriage should be like. And then from that then we go to spiritual. But isn't it a shame when we try 85% of the time to please ourselves? Don't we? The only thing that will make you happy is doing what you want to do. Going where you want to go. Then you call that freedom. Liberty. A bow. But the Bible says this one gets you. A wife is bound. By the law of her husband. As long as she lives. As long as he lives. Is that right? You, some of you that made up in your mind, you ain't going to let no man rule you. I'm, I'm, why y'all saying this so low? Y'all just wait and see that's reading out here. Ain't no man going to rule me. <laughs> you, you, now you see, you like to make me say something. You like to make me say something. <laughs> uh, I had to catch it. All right, but should it be like that? The Bible said to obey. Now I'm getting around to where I want. I'm talking about home improvement, and some of the men. I don't want you men to witness to nothing I'm saying just because it seemed to be in your favor. But I want you to think it's because we all got to play the same part. God did not put the man over the woman to have the advantage of her to be what he want her to be. But it's what God want us to be. Now, some of you that is married Knowing what you know now and see what is happening in these last days, sometimes I wonder why do you want to get married? You are free. You make your own money. You drive your own cars. You go where you want to go. Huh? You come back when you get ready if you're grown. And you don't have to say hello to a bread wagon. You got it. Then to get married and put yourself under the man. In fact, you are handcuffed. You can't do as you please. Huh? Now we ain't ready for that, is we? We're not ready for that. is subject to their husband. Lord, I wish I had somebody that I was talking to. I don't 
have to talk out of the book right now and say what the book said. I can see. I counsel with people. I goals and I know people. There's a lot of people that's not ready for that. You're not ready to, to be subject. You rise up. And them that will rise up against their husband, you the friend. Because you might get something you ain't looking for. But that's not right. Now I'm not all wife and husband. Lord knows I'm I wish I could have been on the spiritual side. But God wants you to see how we are on the natural side. Then why do we stand when it comes to the spiritual? Though I'm not ready for that yet because God don't want me to hurry. That's a shame. Half of us that married ought to be single. I'll rephrase that. Half of us that married wish we were single. And you talking about a honeymoon? We ain't had no honeymoon. But God gonna show you how to have a honeymoon. Jesus gonna show you really how to have a honeymoon. When He get all of us like He want us to be, and we be raptured away, we going away to have a honeymoon with Him for a while. Oh, I'm talking about a real honeymoon. Oh, y'all don't believe what I'm saying, but that's when we're gonna have a hot, a really honeymoon. You're gonna be ready for it, and that's what you should be striving to do. That God may bless us. Now, I want you to go to the book of Ephesians, and Lord knows I'm not ready for that. But keep that in mind. Home improvement. And I'm going back to the book of Genesis. May I use the word that we have let God down. We have failed to come up to his expectation. God has whipped us. God has punished us. God has withhold the things from us that he wanted to give us. He wanted to do for us. He has withheld blessings from us. He wants us to have them. But because of us, because of you, because of me, God can't do what he wants to do. And when a wife is going one direction and the husband is going the other one, sometimes God have to punish both. If didn't both of them do wrong. And sometimes he have to bless that old good, no good man that ain't done nothing right because he want to bless his child.
I was intended to read the whole from chapter 5 of Ephesians. I'll tell you something else. Married folks ought to be mature folks. But married folks, a lot of them ain't nothing but children yet. And I don't mean you don't have the age on you, but you got a child's mind. Very selfish, don't know how to take care of family. Steal the wife's money. The wife steal the husband's money. That shouldn't be. Now we're going to get on it, but let me put it like this. It's too many and yet not enough. Now this stuff is going to mess your mind up. It's too many and yet not enough grown folks. In the church and get married too. It's too many and yet not enough grown folks. Because when you're grown, you ought to be mature. Oh, I don't care how you look like Pharisees, I'm going to teach tonight. I, I'm, I'm certainly going to do it because I think God telling me like he told Paul, say, don't be afraid of their faces. Uh, you don't have to smile at me. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you what is our trouble. The reason why we ain't getting from God no more than we are getting. And talking about, let's go back to the, what to you? No, you know what they said. Bishop Bell used it a lot. Let's go back to the base. The base of the what? If you would allow me, if I didn't feel bound, I'll tell you something. If I didn't feel rejected by you, that you feel that I'm trying to justify myself or cover up something, I would tell you something. to the Old Testament and we go back to the apostles doctrine and we tried to do the thing that the apostles did back there and we ain't able to do it is because it was not intended for you to do some of the thing that they did it wasn't intended for Jesus to do the thing that he 
do it that he did back there when people came to him for healing. Those people had demons and everything in them. We that are saved ain't got no business having demons in us. That's number one. Now I don't believe that a Holy Ghost filled individual got demons in them. You say what you want to. I believe that they got weak. Anybody got demons in them, it is something that you had for birth. Now, when the apostles healed people, it wasn't people that was filled with the Holy Ghost. When miracles was wrought, it wasn't because of the people that had the Holy Ghost. The people that bought on the miracles were saved people, some filled with the Holy Ghost. But the one that was casting out these demons was nobody filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh, y'all ain't going to talk to me, but I know I'm right. And I wonder, listen, let me tell you something according to the word of God. I'm going to tell you something. The reason why that we don't get what we're looking for is being saint and the healing of our body is because there's a lot of time that God is after you. There's a lot of time God has caused some sickness to come upon you. And nothing is going to remove that sickness but unless you straighten yourself out. Now you can believe what you want to. You can pray, you can fast, you can do what you want, but God is not going to do it. That sin is different. They got faith and they come into God and God will do something for them that he won't do for you. It's because you know too much. Hell, God been trying with you all the week, all the year, trying to get you to straighten up and get your act together, and you're so hard-headed, and God let a sick demon come upon you. And I don't care what kind of healer it is, whether he come from Jerusalem, whether he come from above, you will not be healed until you get your act together. Now that's the way God is. There's no use you jumping up. You can play like you heal. But God is an instant healer. You can use the water word as they went. They were healed. That don't mean that one went and then he was healed and the other went and he was healed. As they turned the goal away, they were healed. They were all healed at the same time. Not way down the road and then he healed one. Two or three miles apart. When they turned away with faith and when it was told of it, as they turned and went, that's why he said, Look, wasn't it ten? They got healed. Where's the nine? Shouldn't they turn around too? 
Now I'm going to show you in the book of Job and in the book of James where it makes a difference in praying for people and show you that some of these things, if God didn't undertake, you graveyard dead. Now that's according to the word of God. If you don't get some help for the sickness that James and Job is talking about, you ready for the cemetery. The power of the faith shall save the sick. And God shall raise them up. That means graveyard dead if you didn't get something to help you. I want to teach, but I'm afraid that I would be knocked down and criticized. So until you say, well, he's jealous because he ain't done it. But I know what I do know about the word of God. I've been along with him, I know. And that's all some of us is riding off of healing. You don't suppose to ride off of healing. You're supposed to get God's word. If you live like God promised for you to live, these things wouldn't come upon you. God will see to it. He said, I would that you all prosper in hell. But it's more sick folks in the church than it is on the outside. Something is wrong. We're supposed to be the health of people. Down in Egypt, every disease was upon the other, but it was not upon God's folks. Is that right? God wouldn't let it come now his folks. But every time we look around some of us, we see it's no different in us when it comes to that than the world. Lord, I didn't know I was going to say all this, but I know I'm right. And God is trying to get you to repent and confess. And you won't do it. God says, you're going to confess and die. And some of them die first. I know I'm right. I know ain't nothing wrong with the word of God. But I do know there's something wrong with God's people. I know the reason why that we like we are. And until somebody will be fair and open up and tell us these things and you believe it, it's the only thing going to stop you from going contrary and going the way that you're going. You need to get, a, get the root of this thing and that's sin. You need to get it out. But we let it ride on. Spirit-filled church. And some of us got something against one another right now. Some of us got a hatred right now. Some of us got envy and strife in our heart right now. Some of us hurt one another feeling and won't even apologize. Some of us know the devil is working in us and won't try to get him out. We just tell him to have his way. Now that's what's wrong. No wonder every time they call a healing line, you in it. But it ain't going to do no good.
The Lord tell you now, if any among you sick, let them call for the elders of the church. Let them call and let them come. Anointed with oil in the name of Jesus. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise them up. And if you have done anything wrong, he said for you to confess it. Now who confesses? What preacher, what healer will get you in line and say, you want prayer? What's wrong with you? Then another Well, have you done anything? Have you got out of God's will? Are you doing this? Are you doing this? He got to know how to pray. I don't care about him talking about he's a healer. God don't respect him no more than do nobody else. When God know what he got him there for. And I got sense enough to know that God permits sickness. He gets back and the devil is waiting for an opportunity. And he will come. And God won't do nothing about it. You torment it all day and all night. You go in this and you try to, and you try to on a saint. On somebody that is filled with the Holy Ghost. And then you go back to the apostles and say, look what they did. But who did they do it on? Did they do it on the church? Them that was in the church. Those that was in the church. Did they have cancer? Did they have high blood? Did they have the thing that we have? I know some of these things come about us because of our ignorance. Our eating habits. I do know that. But there are things that God will permit to come upon us for being disobedient. I wish I could teach. I don't mean teach here. I wish to God that I wouldn't be knocked down and be belittled and be called proud to really open up that Bible and show God's people something about themselves in the convention. That's where it needs to be. Amen. I want you to see we may not get to it tonight. When I've been studying this thing and God showed me this thing, when I first started to preach it, I was alone. I didn't have nobody else to help me, so God had to help himself. So I know what I'm talking about. I'm not ignorant when it comes to this. I never call myself a healer or whatever. God has healed many people through me. He even has raised some from the dead through me. But God didn't give me that gift. But what I am, I got that. Now we're talking about A perfect marriage. 
Now God gonna have him a perfect marriage. You was afraid or ashamed to raise your hand, and you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Including me. Somebody ought to be able to stand and say, I got a perfect marriage. But as the Lord talked to me so today on that, until I'm, I'm just about ashamed to bring to you what the Lord said. If we had the right mates, if we had the right man for a husband, the right woman for a husband, it wouldn't be hard to have a perfect marriage. But we are so stubborn. Women's rise not wise when God says Solomon. You said I've, <laughs> I'm not going to hold my peace. I'm not going to let no man rule me. Don't we supposed to be something to him? Huh? Then if we're supposed to be subject to him, then the wife's supposed to be subject. Subject, you know what that means? Subject to the husband. But y'all ain't going to say nothing because you know you got to go home and you know you're, you're getting defrauded. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to show you our shortcomings. I'm trying to show you when we get in prayer line and the next night we're ready to get right back in it. Something is wrong. Oh, you should know something is wrong. Huh? Didn't you know that the Bible has already said through the epistle, he said, I would that you would all prosper in health. As your soul prosper, I want you to prosper. Now I'm going to show you where that we bring these things upon ourselves. And God permit them to come. And God won't let even a doctor touch it. You think it's God's will for a saint to go around sick? I'm talking about a saint. If sin is the thing that makes you sick and it is the root of these things, that's why the unsaved come. And they're cast out of them. But in the time you get ready for somebody to be healed, you got to go where the apostles done this and the apostles did that. But they was coming because of unsaved folks. And demons is in unsaved folks. I ain't got no demon in me. If you say you ain't got no demon in you, don't let nobody fool you. Demons is embedded in folks. Some of them was born with them. 
They were the hypocrites. All pretenders. Lord, I know I'm teaching tonight. God even tell us, he say, now you cease from anger. When you get what you need, you can obey God. God tell us what, what to withdraw from and how to cease from this and that and how to hold our peace. You think we listen to God? I don't blame the husband trying to get along with his wife because if he don't do, she won't speak to him in a whole week. How longer than that? So he have to do what you got submit. He know not to rise up. Not that he's afraid of her physically like that, but he's afraid of her because he know he might not get nothing cooked. He might not get an answer from her. There's some folks get pout for weeks. You think that's God? Lord help me to teach it because I know it's right. We get on lesbians, homosexuals, and all these things. Yeah, that's plenty of us. You brace for them things. But what about getting the thing that is pulling us down, down? Up and down. Bottom and top. P-R-I-D-E, pride. And God said he hates pride. That's a spirit. The decade is not subject to be ruled. The kind of a church that he's looking for. But what we are trying to give him. May I say this again? If you would allow me, if I could feel free, no, I'm going to do some things anyway. But I don't want a woman in here, sister here, to think I'm picking on either one of them. But I've got to teach God word like it is. But the enemy will come to you so you won't get nothing out of Say, so you see here? You see how he done? See how he's talking about us? God wants us all to come to repentance. God wants to help all of us. But I hold back something because of you. Not that I'm afraid of you, because I ain't. But I hold back something because I, I want to, I guess, spare you. Because you've been wounded. was to help Adam. But Eve supposed to have been the one that was submissive to Adam. 
She was in the world a long, Adam was in the world a long time before Eve. You tried, and it's not going to work by God, to put a woman, a woman should want somebody she can look up to. We who is in the church of God, and he is our Lord and our Savior, we supposed to look up to him. For whatever we desire and want from him. Oh, I haven't started yet, but you're going to see where I'm going. I hope it's your earnest desire that you is trying to make preparation to be saved. Then you can't do it by ignoring the truth and putting it down and catching it away from you. You got to get it. You got to know what God is pleased with. Turn to the book of Ephesians. I would go to the book of Genesis, but I don't guess we got the time. Chapter 5. I want you to start reading with verse 1. I, I, all of it is good. All of it is good. How many have called the pastor up today and asked him how he was feeling? Pastor, I just want to hear your voice. Are you doing all right? Now, I don't want a bunch of phone calls. But I'm just talking about who did it. The book of Ephesians chapter 5. Listen, please. I want to start way down there. But to get something over to you, I want you to get this in your ready before too. But listen. Be ye therefore followers of God. He said, Be followers of God. As dear children. Be followers of God. Represent Him. Follow Him. If you're saved, you ought to act like you're saved. Now, He's talking to saved folks. Well, all of them say that he's talking to saved folks. So he said, Be therefore followers of God as dear children. As dear children, not just children, as dear children. There is some children, there is some dear children. There's some that is something that some that have respect, and they'll do, and they're so kind, they're so nice. Dear children. All right? And walk in love. And walk in what? Love. Is we walking in love? But are we walking in love? You know you ain't walking in no love. (laughs) 
I hate to say, say what I want to say. I hate to say it, but it's true. But we call it love. If your wife, if your husband make you mad enough right then, you kill him, won't you? Just say you wouldn't. Some will do it. Some has purpose. If you say that, if you do that, look, and nigga, I'll kill you. You got the Holy Ghost. Now this is bad. You know that's how I work. Walk in love. You can see love all over you. Even the dog can see it. Love, walk in love. I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick of going to conventions and get nothing. Most all what we get is money. I'm sick. Because we're so far away from what God wants us to be. Some folks out there that come to a convention looking for something and they come with nothing and leave with nothing. All because we took a boat at a time getting offerings. Putting preachers up there that couldn't even preach. Some that came perfected folks. This one read God he didn't preach. She read God she didn't preach. And all these different things. If one man can perfect the whole congregation for a whole week, put him up there. Let's help him here. If another man can teach Bible class all of the week, put him up there. Let us lord. Right. My Lord, but we not of that. We just try to please and pacify folks. You gonna preach it? No, that one can't do nothing. Jesus, Hallelujah. You want something? Somebody up there that's going to help perfect the folks. Because you know something to say. That don't make you a preacher. That's right. Giving the people what God wants them to have. Because they come empty and they're looking for something. And they don't get it. All they get back home is rebuked. And you didn't pay tithes. And you didn't pay offerings. And you didn't do this or you didn't do that. And then you go to, uh, to uh, the convention. And then you get the same thing. You go to the convention and you preach about jury and all of this stuff. That's not happening. You ain't walking in the apostles' doctrine by talking about no jury. It's these spirits. And we need to get rid of We care them and we bring them. I don't care if you never have on a piece of jury. You can be just as evil as a cat. Amen, Bishop. It's not the jury. Right. That's it. That's the truth. And that ain't no standard because of the jury. I'm going to tell you that right now. But I know we want to be different. I want to call things sin what God calls sin. Mm -hmm. 
But we've been programmed, so I'm telling you, it's a shame. I don't think I'm proud, but I'm tired. Amen. Lord knows I'm tired that they didn't grieve my spirit. To get nothing, doing nothing. Chapter 5, verse 1 of Ephesians 3. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, uh -huh. and walk in love. Walk in love. As Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. Read. But fornication. But. But fornication. And all uncleanness. And all uncleanness. Or covetousness. Or covetousness. Let it not be one. Now that's something that we should deal with, but we ain't done. We don't speak on covetousness too much. But that's a bad spirit. That's the spirit of Jezebel and Ahab. Covering spirit. Spirit of put hatred in you. Covetousness will make a martyr out of you. It's a dangerous thing, but yet we do not let you see how terrible the spirit of covetousness is. We like that. And that's what the devil wants you to do. But he said, what fornication? And all uncleanness. And all uncleanness. Or covetousness. What is all uncleanness? Have you ever thought when he concluded everything, included everything, but he just made it short? Has anybody ever stopped to pick up a part to let you know what he meant when he said all uncleanness? He just didn't care to analyze them or to name them one by one. But I can do it for you. All uncleanness. All uncleanness. In the bedroom, it can be uncleanness. I'm not going into it. But all uncleanness, fornication, and all uncleanness, or covetousness, or covetousness, let it not be once named among you. Why? That, let that be for the world. You don't laugh that. Let that not be once named. Now, don't you see that in my heart? It's for out there. It's what you thought when you was out there, what they did, or what they're doing. That's the reason why God don't want our spirits mixed up. Oh, Lord, can I talk? And God's people, that's the reason why you're so hard to handle. You go out and take on other spirits. You go to these damnable concerts. And all of these sisters and everything in there. And the piano player, whatever they are. And you go there and take on their spirits. When God done delivered you out of that stuff. But yet you slip back in there just like the Lord have mercy. 
just like the children of Israel when God forbid them say don't you eat no swine don't be like the Gentiles don't be like the heathen but they'll slip and run and do it anyway I don't care how beautiful a person is if they spirit is bad they are bad you will buy a ticket that will take the last dime out of your pocket to go and have such stuff and singing when you won't even give God his tithes. Why don't they come and help you? We're the one got the goods. It's not in singing. We sing too much. It ain't doing nothing for God. Now it's all right. And I'm going to say it because I'm going to help you. You ready now to put on a, on a concert down here in Crystal Springs somewhere? Well, that's all right. But what is it? What salvation? What's coming out of it? We don't want to just teach our young folks to sing. The world is doing that. The world is singing, honey. And I don't care how much Holy Ghost you got in you. They can sing rings around you. They can play rings around you. But the devil can't beat, can't get them to live holy like you are living. And that's what's supposed to be. You'll sacrifice to go to these other places. There's always some entertainment. But we are those chosen few who God has brought out of the world. He brought us out. Then you ought to be glad. Amen. Now Paul told Timothy, say, now look, it's going to come a time that they won't induce sound doctrine. And I know this is sound. I know this is not what your ear want to hear. They'll turn away their ears from the truth. But I know I'm right. When Paul got ready to leave and got ready to be offered up, he was able to stand and say, I want you to know this, I didn't hold back one thing. That was profitable unto you. And I want to be the same way. The world don't mean you no good. The world don't mean you no good. You have to be wise to draw people out of the world. But you don't get over in there with them and become a partaker with them. I know how to treat folks. Amen. I know how to be friendly to them with folks, but I know where to draw a line at too. But funny caters. And all uncleanness. And all uncleanness. If you don't know what that is, now you get me somewhere by myself or wherever it is. Because sometimes, if you don't get Bible turned, you don't know. All uncleanness. Or covetousness. Or covetousness. Let it not be once named among you. Why? 
Let it not be once name among you. As becoming saints. As becoming saints. Don't let it be named one time that I saw Brother John out there over there. Brother John ain't got no business being in a gay house. But it's nothing but gays in there. You can't convert a lot of gays. Why go in there? Brother John ain't got no business down here in South Jackson on Ferris Street and then whatever little other street up there where that gay bar is. You ain't got no business hanging around down there being curious cause curiosity you want to kill the cat. God want us to escape from something. It's hard to live a double life. It is. Don't let this be one's name among you. As becometh saints. As becometh saints. Saints. Read. Neither filthiness. Neither filthiness had come again. Nor foolish talking. Not even foolish talking. Nor jesting. Not jesting. Which are not convenient. Which is not convenient. It won't help not. It won't edify you. But rather giving of thanks. But rather giving thanks. For Re this you know. But this you know. That no homonger. No homonger. Nor unclean person. All right. Nor covetous man. Uh -huh. Who is an idolater. All right. Hath any inheritance. All right. In the kingdom of Christ uh -huh. and of God. Read. Let no man deceive you. Let with, no man deceive you. With vain words. With vain words. Listen. For because of these things, because of these things, cometh the wrath of God, the wrath of God, upon the children of disobedience. Upon the children of disobedience, read. Be not ye therefore uh -huh. partakers with them. He say, don't even mingle with them. Don't be partakers with them. What are you doing? Don't be partakers with them. <laughs> and some of these. Females grab hold to an unsaved male. Some of these brothers will grab hold of some of these unsaved women. No wonder God let things come upon us. We are violated. Listen to this. We don't, we haven't got unto it yet. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. Don't be partakers with them. For now when God say don't, he mean that. Read. For you were sometimes darkness. Now sometimes you was like that. I'm glad to say sometimes. Huh? That was a time you was like that. You was in darkness. You didn't know the truth. You were the same way that they are now. So he said what? For ye were sometimes darkness. Darkness. But now ye are light in the Lord. Lord I'm glad it's saved but now. That means there's a change. Huh? That come over me. If you got the Holy Ghost and the baptism in Jesus name. There is a change. There is a new nature you have. But now he said. Are ye light uh -huh. in the Lord? Hallelujah. Read. 
Walk as children of light. Now walk as children of light. Read. For the fruit of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness, is all goodness and righteousness. Listen now, and righteousness and truth, and truth, proving, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. Uh huh. And have no fellowship, have no fellowship, nor have some, no fellowship. Huh? Are you all listening? Everybody that don't know God, are you violating what He have said? Have no fellowship. Well, Lord, they say good. Lord, they this have no fellowship. Y'all ain't gonna listen to me, huh? Have no fellowship. What is fellowship? I want to help people get saved, but not like you. In order to help somebody, then let me, you got to be in a position to help them. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful, with the unfruitful works of darkness. The unfruitful workers of darkness. That means God says they ain't bringing no fruit to me. They ain't bearing no fruit for me. It may seem like I'm a long ways off, but I'm coming to it. Home improvement. Listen. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, All right. but rather reprove them. Rather reprove them. Hey, man, come on. Oh, you know how we use them. No, man, I don't do that no more. Man, give me your telephone number. You can give it to him, but if you find out that he, he, he can get your number to call you to bring up the same junk that he used to before you got saved, it's said, man, uh-uh-uh. It'll be better you don't call me no more. Huh? Woman, it'll be better if you don't call me no more. If you don't want to get saved. And I found out this. People that say they want to come to God is the most helpless people. That you can, they can go anywhere they want to go out there. Huh? Anywhere they want to go across town. Anywhere they, they can get there. But as soon as they come and say, I want to get baptized in Jesus' name. You got to care of them. Everywhere, or they will get there. We're so helpless. Mm -hmm. Come when they broke. You got no money, right. huh? Yes, you got nowhere to stay. Why are we like that? Is hard time pushing us to Him, or we just want to be saved? Read. For it is a shame, it's a shame even to speak of those things uh -huh. which are done of them in secret. Now, when you're trying to help somebody, it's all right. But when a uh, man, when I was out there, oh, man, I had a tie. And all of those things. But when you're trying to help somebody, said, I used to do the same thing. But God saw fit to save me, to help me. Don't you know a woman know when a man wants her? Did y'all hear me? Don't don't you know that? She walked and she looked back and he. <laughs> At least sometimes they know. 
I'm telling you, when I was at the barbershop early one morning, over on that street, waiting till the barbershop opened, and, and uh, I didn't know whether that was a, I didn't know where she was. She was on the other side of the street, and I was trying to make it out. I was trying to get early that morning where I could get my hair cut for you. Barbershop had never kept on. I looking over there at her. Every time I looked, she was looking over there at me in the car. But I didn't want her. Every one while I look up the street, look over at the barbershop, and then I look over there and she still looked at me. Finally, I rang something and told her that he wants you to come over there. And I knew the thing, she had a made across the street. And came over there and got on the passenger side, opening the door to get out. I said, don't you get in here. Don't you get in here. Get out of here. I couldn't find a lot to lock. I said, don't you get in here. <laughs> and did I lock my door? <laughs> we got a few more minutes. Listen. But all things uh -huh. that are reproved are made manifest by the light. Read. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Uh -huh. Wherefore he said, Awake thou that sleepeth, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. Read. See then, See then? that ye walk circumspectly, uh -huh. not, as fools, not as fools, but as wise. As wise. Redeeming the time. Redeeming the time. Because the days are evil. Read. Wherefore, be uh -huh. ye not unwise, be not unwise, but understanding, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Understanding what the will of the Lord is, and be not drunk with wine, uh -huh. wherein is excess. Read. But be filled with the Spirit. Filled with the Spirit. Speaking to yourselves uh -huh. in psalms Song. and hymns Hymn. and spiritual songs. Uh -huh. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Now listen what he's saying. Now what he's leading. He said all of that what was said to really get up to what he's going to say. Listen. Giving thanks always uh -huh. for all things, all things. Unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Read. Submitting yourselves, Submitting yourselves one to another. Submitting yourselves first one to another. Are we doing that? Submitting yourselves first one to another. In the fear of the end of you've done it because God said do it. You've done it because it's right. But we don't care who we hurt. We don't care who we step on. Submitting yourself one to another in the fear of God. Wives. Wives. Submit yourselves. Wives. Now this is what I started on. Wives. Should I be afraid to say what the Bible says? Wives, don't we supposed to be sooner or later his bride? Huh? Don't you think he's talking to us? He's talking to people that are saved. He said, Wives, wives, do what? Submit yourselves. Submit yourself. Now, how many wives really submit themselves? I'm not talking about one time, but I'm talking about all the time. Submit yourselves. How often should we submit ourselves to Christ? And I'm not ready to get on that yet. Well, he won't do. Submit yourself. Unto your own husband. Unto your own husband. You got it. But he don't know nothing. Submit yourself. 
what he means to me. Submit yourself. Well, he won't provide for me. Submit yourself. Come on. Submit yourself. No, I didn't say read. I just want you to get it. We find a lot of things to hide behind in front of you. But when God said it, he meant it. You do your part. Submit yourself. Unto your own husband. Unto your own husband. As unto the Lord. All right. For the husband uh -huh. is the head of the wife. Is he? Is he? Is he? Then why don't you treat him like he's the head? Am I just talking something for myself? No. No, I'm the head in my home. I act like the head. I may not come up everything to my wife's expectation, but that don't take head from me. I'm the provider. I do. I rule. I dwell. I keep house. <laughs> All right. Listen. For the husband... Is he said, the husband is the head of the wife. Was the head. Is. Huh? Is. No, he's too young to be the head. Is. He don't know enough. He's not educated enough. Huh? He don't have no degree. He is. The head of the wife. The head of the wife. Even if he don't act like it. He may be a poor head, but he's the head. So submit. It's hard for you to submit to something that you think is not worthy of it. But God said, do it. Didn't he say do it? Oh, y'all ain't going to hear me no more. He is the head. Now, I'm going to show you something else in there too. Read. Even, Even as Christ uh -huh. is the head of the church. Is he the head of the church? Huh? He may not come when we call him, but he's still head. He may not give us what we asked him for, but he's still head. He may punish us when we wrong, but he's still head. Ain't he still head? He is the head of the church. Read. And he is, he is the savior of the body. The savior of the body. Therefore, Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ. Oh, here come again. As the church. He wants you to be subject to him, don't he? Oh, I wish I had somebody. Lord, help me tonight. Listen, he said. So then, if you understand that, as what? The church. As the church. Is subject unto Christ. Now, I want to ask you, are we subject to him? Are we subject to him? Don't we supposed to be subject to him? Mm -hmm. Huh? As the church is subject. Unto Christ. Unto Christ. So let the wives. So let the wives. Y'all don't want to hear that. That's reading I'm saying. It never will be a perfect marriage until you become subject. God won't have no perfect church until we become subject. Hallelujah. But he's going to have them a perfect church. For he's going to make you do things that you didn't want to do. Hallelujah. So as Christ is the head, so let the wives, so let the wives be to their own husbands, be to their own husband. 
in everything. Not subject to some other man. It ain't subject to your wife or to your husband. Some obey another man quicker than they will their wife or their husband. Oh, y'all don't know where I'm going. But when I get through, if you stay with me, and I'm not talking about tonight, you're going to see the thing that I'm talking about. You're going to see a change. God didn't give you the Holy Ghost for nothing. Home improvement. I guarantee your home will be better. You ought to wish your husband was there. Well, well, Bishop, you're teaching that, and that's what makes the man take advantage of the wife. Know if he got what he needs. I've been holding back a lot of time because the man would seem to take advantage. But God don't care what he just wants you to do your part. That rascal starts acting too contrary. God will kill him. He'll kill him. My wife, I'm using the word I dare. I don't see her even here. I know where she is. To go on somewhere and stay. And I want to know where she's been. And she said, You don't ask me where I've been. It's not your business where I've been. Woman, it is my business, isn't it? Men, you didn't tell me where you. Oh, Lord, have mercy. talking about taking advantage Adam did next God where you been God said Adam where are you he asked Adam questions Adam answered I was naked. Who told you? You was naked. I'm trying to bring you in focus with what God is talking about here. But if you are so full of pride, you don't want to have this. Because you want to be up somewhere where you're not. And you never will get up there. You've got your place. I think, now you really think this proud. This is pride. I think my teaching on such things like this is too heavy for Greater Manhattan Temple. I think it needs to be in a convention where somebody will talk back to me because I know I'm right. I know I'm right. I know I'm giving you what God's people need. We'll be a lot better off if we do not. A lot better off. But if you let the devil make you think that I'm against you and talking about you, and then you'll never accept nothing I'm saying. But you're going to love truth. And that's all I'm doing is teaching them God's word. Now we're going to try to get through with this part because uh, it's time to quit just about. Come on. Husbands. Husbands. 
Love your wives. Do what? Love them. Then if you love them, you won't treat them bad. You see, God don't stay on one individual. He turn around and give each one up what they're supposed to have. Husband, now you got a part to play. Love your wife. Even, Even as Christ also loved the church. Loved the church and gave, and himself, gave himself for it. Life for it. That he might sanctify. Listen now. That he might sanctify. And cleanse it. And cleanse it. With the washing of water by the word. Don't you know that the husband should care about his wife? Don't you know that he should nourish her? Huh? That is a part of him. But that's not what I want to read. That he might present it to himself. Don't you know? It depends upon the man whether the woman be saved. I'm talking about two saved folks. Don't you know that he's supposed to lead her to Christ? This is the way it should be. Don't you know? Now I'm finna say something else. I'm gonna ooh, ooh. Don't you know Jesus is supposed to lead us to God? And don't you know he's supposed to present us to God? Huh? Because this is his bride. Huh? And he's presented his. Is that right? Oh, y'all, 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 there you go. Huh? Now he, he's doing what? That he might sanctify. He might sanctify. And cleanse it. And cleanse it. With the washing of water All by right. the word. Read. That he might present he it. He might present it. To himself. To himself. A glorious so you, church. So you, so you see what it is? God is in Christ. Huh? And Jesus is God. And all, so since he don't have nobody to present this to. And he is the one to be. He presented to himself. He presented to himself. What? A glorious church. A glorious church. He said, look what I got. Look in my mind. We as jurors shining bright. He have gathered from the night. He's coming for those that are robed and white. Then you look at yourself. You see how white you are. He's coming after me. He's coming after me Jesus with glory he's coming after me so you can testify in saying that it's because you know what you are man he's only coming for those robed in white and we as jurors shining bright he have gathered from the night free that he might present it that to himself. Present it to himself. A glorious a church. A glorious church. Not having spot. I told you so, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Not having a spot. A wrinkle. Now, don't you see? It goes back to husband and wife. God is not going to accept you if you ain't living for him. At this stage, now you are perfect. You are ready for the rapture. You are ready to be caught up. You is his bride, a part of his bride. I'm talking about a perfect wife and husband. A perfect church. God will never rapture the church away if it isn't perfect. And if you're in there, you're a part of the church. If you ain't perfect, you're going to get out of there.
And all the people say, I wish I could. If you will unbind me, if God will help me to shut my mind out and not kill or can't help what you think and not spare no feeling, I'll tell you something. I'll really tell you something. God loves us. You ought to love truth. I'm not telling you to love me, but you already love me. That's the reason I say you ought to love me enough to be concerned about me. See how I'm getting along? Well, he says he's sick, or, or he said this, or he said that. The bishop Singleton said to me, he said, stop saying that uh, uh, you might soon leave here. Say, because God got a lot of things. Listen, God don't care no more for me than he did the apostle. When God gets finished with me, and I don't know when that will be, then God going to take me away. And I have two ways to gain things. It's to stay here, I can gain, or to go to be with him, I can gain. Amen. So you see, it is miserable, but trying to know how to get to you and how to help you. Folks get mad when the pastor won't speak to him. I reckon if I was starving, some of y'all wouldn't give me nothing to eat. Ah, that's good for him, good for him. Amen. Brother Ron won't even call me and say, Pastor, how you doing? Called one of his phones cut off. But he called who he want to. Is there anybody tonight that's looking for something that you know you've been looking and you couldn't find it? And you have searched and you couldn't find it. And the Lord led you here because he knows it, it is here. If you're in here and you don't have this, I don't care what you confess, what you proclaim, if you don't have this, you don't have what you need. You shouldn't be just satisfied with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is a teacher. It is to help teach you. It is to help lead you and guide you. Now remember, you can go contrary. Ananias and Sapphira, they lied with the Holy Ghost. They lied with it. They lied to the Holy Ghost. So you can have the Holy Ghost and still be a big liar. But that don't mean because you lie, that's a demon. Is that one tonight? Is that one? Is that one? You that are going to the convention, which will start on next Friday, the 26th, Make ready and plan. It is our convention. We'll convene in Detroit, Michigan. Downtown. First time. First I can remember. May have been before, but it's downtown this time. You can't even see this sky. 
on the skyscraper. 